There is one story that every person is a part of, and it goes like this. God created us out of love to be in relationship with him. But our trust in God was broken by sin, and we became separated from him. So God sent Jesus Christ into the world to redeem us and restore us to new life. We all belong within the big, universal story of God's redeeming love. But at the same time, we each have our own individual experiences with God. Our encounters with His grace, mercy, hope, healing. These moments are as unique and unrepeatable as we are. And they are stories that are meant to be shared. You're listening to The Story, a podcast by St. Andrew the Apostle Catholic Church. In each episode, a different member of our community tells the story of a personal experience in their journey to know and follow the Lord. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to episode five of The Story. On this episode, you'll be hearing from Lisa Miller. Lisa works as a global continuous improvement manager, and she and her family have been parishioners at St. Andrew for 20 years. And a fun fact about this episode is that today, the day the episode's being released, that is, is the Solemnity of St. Joseph, husband of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which is pretty cool timing since the story Lisa told me for this episode centers around our Blessed Mother. Let's go ahead and could you just sort of give a broad idea of what the story is that you're sharing with me? The story I would like to share with you is about the importance of prayer. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially during a difficult time, how important it is to use prayer and focus on the Lord to get you through a tough Mm -hmm. time. Many times it could be a death Mm -hmm. or a challenging time at work, school. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it had to do with preparation for uh, an event that I was working hard for. Okay. So this goes back eight years ago, almost to the date. I was preparing for my very first marathon. And so um, I want to say probably around nine, 10 years ago, I started to enjoy running. Mm -hmm. My kids were running in school and I thought, why not? I have never ran before. Okay. I I was going to ask. No. Wow. Never a runner. So you really went for it like at the start. (laughs) Well, what we did is I started with a 5k and I actually did that at the big house. Oh, cool. And then I worked my way up to um, a, a 10k did a half a marathon, and my husband, Jeff, kept challenging me, why don't you do a marathon? And I said, no way, that's not going to happen. So then I was reading in a magazine that we were receiving because he was the one that was doing more of the marathon running. And I noticed that the following year, which would have been 2013, that uh, Walt Disney World was having their 20-year marathon anniversary. And I said to him thinking, he's not going to call my bluff. (laughs) I have an idea. I will run the marathon if we go to Florida and we run it in Disney. And he says, you're on. And I thought to myself, "Uh oh, I'm in trouble now. (laughs) So that's kind of how it all started. So you started training and how 
tell me a little bit more about what you were saying about depending on prayer to get you through something that's challenging. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. About the same time I was involved in helping the youth group and Father David came to visit um, the youth group. Is Father David Rosenberg? Yes, Father David Rosenberg. And so this would be around 2012, towards the end, because the marathon was January 13th, 2013. So it was that school year. And he had come to to meet with the youth group. And, um, of course, as one of the leaders, I was there to hear his, his discussion with the kids. And it was really moving because he talked a lot about prayer. And he talked a lot about sometimes you just need to have that focus. If it's a crucifix on your necklace and touching it and holding it just gave you that strength that sometimes you need. Um, it wasn't something to idle. It was just something as a reminder, something to focus your, your eyes and your thoughts and your heart towards. And so at the end of that discussion, and I was training at the time, um, for the marathon, I went up to Father David, and um, he had some rosaries, some si- single-decade rosaries, and was uh, giving them out to whoever would like one. Okay. Um, as again, that that touching stone, that feel and mm-hmm. and focus uh, uh, of an object to keep you focused right. on right. on God and Jesus. Right. And of course, on Mary as well, being a decade rosary. So I, um, I, I certainly took one, and I was blessed to have one. And during those long runs that nobody is watching you mm-hmm. um, in, in preparation, I would, I would take this single-decade rosary with me during my training. Mm-hmm. During those times that, you know, it was tough, I was training in the wintertime, uh, it was cold, uh, there was cars passing me, and... and and slop, you know, that was kind of flying in my yeah. face. And all I kept saying to myself is, oh, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And one thing that really got me through it, especially towards the end of a lot of my runs, was that Jesus died on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. And all the tormenting and everything that he had to overcome, I thought to myself, I can do this. I can do this through through the strength of, of our, our God. Mm-hmm. And so that is really what, you know, helped me get through it. Mm-hmm. So as the day came and we were in Florida, mm-hmm. we were, uh, of course, you can only imagine how anxious I was. I mean, I was right. with my husband that was experienced. We had agreed that we would cross the finish line together no okay. matter how far back I was <laughs> in respect to uh-huh. him and that we would do this together and we would have fun. We yeah. would do this and yeah. it wasn't about the race. It was about mm-hmm. finishing, especially for myself. And so one of the things in preparation that I did and wanted to do was how in the world am I going to get through 26.2 miles and, and, and stay focused mm-hmm. through it? And um, I came up with this idea to pray for either a person, mm-hmm. a group of people for every single mile. And the way that I kept it straight was I carried with me popsicle sticks, and I had 13 of them. And on one side, I had mile marker one and who I prayed for, and then mile marker two and who I prayed for, and then all the way through 26, and then the last point two. Okay. And so during the run, 
my husband Jeff and I would stop at each of the mile marker uh-huh. and he would take a photo of me with oh, my wow. popsicle stick showing who I was <laughs> praying for. So it was it was just a very special moment mm-hmm. to be able to you know um pray for for those and um and get me through it. Mm-hmm. It was the strength of prayer. It was the strength mm-hmm. of knowing God was with me. Every step of that marathon got me through it. Um, and then there is a little bit more of a twist mm-hmm. behind this whole story. And when I got back from the marathon on that Sunday, or shortly after that, because it was on a Sunday, I wrote him, Father David, and shared the story with him. And I would like to read that if if Love that would that. be okay. Yeah, please, please do. All right. So this was on February 2nd, 2013. Hi, Father David. Hope this note finds you doing well. Last Sunday, I mentioned to you that I ran the Disney Marathon. It was my first marathon, and God got me through it, along with the single decade rosary you gave me that your sister made. It was an amazing run. I felt everyone's prayers. I prayed for tons of people by dedicating a person, congregation, group to each mile. And God, of course, had mile one and the last 0.2 miles of the 26.2 mile journey. I used the rosary your sister made during my training plan. The hard runs, the times I wanted to quit, it made me get through the tough times. I also had it with me during the actual marathon. Towards the second half of the marathon, I really needed Jesus' help. I pulled out my rosary and held it while I prayed for those I had dedicated the mile to. It was working. I was spiritually focused on thanking God for his wonderful graces. It was amazing. Toward the end of the run, my husband Jeff was struggling. It was during the last two miles when I really worried for him. The weather was very hot. It was recorded as the hottest marathon in the 20 years they've run this event. I remember vividly stopping at the water stops and grabbing two cups of water, one to drink and one to pour over my head just to stay cool. I don't think Jeff was doing well. During the last two miles, I could tell he, was, he wasn't doing well at all. I was very concerned. We took many breaks walking and talking. I was telling him to keep the faith that we are almost there. At that point, I told him, take this. And I opened my hand to his and released the rosary into his hand. I told him, God will take him the rest of the way. And he did. It was amazing. Well, through all the sweat, cold of the training, heat of the training, and running this marathon, my rosary took a beating. I have it, and I would like your sister to take the original cross, the beads, and make a new one for me. I tied the end to make it through the marathon. I still have that rosary, Mm -hmm. as you can see in front of me. And and it was just so touching Mm -hmm. and powerful how important that whatever you go out to do, be it a marathon, be it trained for something else, a new job, a new opportunity, raising a family, when you're in that that troubled time or when you need that extra endurance mm-hmm. and obedience, just lift your eyes to God and mm-hmm. our, our Holy Mother 
Right. Because they get us through that. They get us through those hard times when nobody is at the sidelines clapping right. to get you through those hard times mm-hmm. and that we're never really alone. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I wanted to, to ask you was your husband at the time, you know, did he feel a difference like when he had the rosary? Yeah, a- absolutely. And that's yeah. a great question because it was me and I thought I was the one that was going to struggle. Mm. And because the heat was so intense, Mm -hmm. he was the one that was kind of suffering. And he Mm -hmm. really, really, truly Mm -hmm. did not think he was going to be able to make it. And so we had agreed we would cross, like I said, the finish line together. And there were times that Mm -hmm. he said, go ahead. And I, you know, said no. And then that was at the point that I just, you know, gently lifted my hand to his Mm -hmm. and said, please open your Mm -hmm. hand and gave it to him. And he could feel that that was what was going to get him mm-hmm. through. It was that strength mm-hmm. of having God mm-hmm. and, and that extra energy to yeah. cross that finish line. What strikes me about that, I don't know if you've thought about this at all, is kind of the beauty of that moment um, and what it says about what marriage is. And I, I'm just thinking about two people crossing the finish line together. I think every married couple hopes that one day they're going to cross the ultimate finish line together Absolutely. in heaven and that they'll, yes. they'll be there. And I'm just picturing that that moment. And yeah. I think it's, you know, St. Paul talks about finishing the race. Mm-hmm. So this was a commitment that you made. And it's really cool to hear how you guys got through that together and that you stopped and took the photos of the people you were praying for. To me, that says that you weren't overly focused on we have to get like a certain time. Did you struggle with any of that when you were training about like comparing yourself to other runners or I'm not going as fast as I should be? Boy, that's a good question Um, because there were some really long miles. And for the most part, I like to train by myself Mm -hmm. just because then I don't have that extra pressure. Right. Um, But I think I was quite balanced. Mm -hmm. There were times, though, that, you know, especially I, I, right. I can recall even the moment um, at, when I was doing 18 miles, you know, one of my longest runs, and, and all I kept thinking is, why am I doing this? <laughs> but um, but I, I, I agree um, that um, I wasn't really comparing myself. I was probably more concerned that I was going to be a disappointment, okay. and I wasn't going to be able to make it. And get through it, you know, after, you know, going to, you know, going all the way to Florida, right? And um, and so I was more, most worried about that. But to your point in what you said and I, I mentioned is it really was all about the journey. It was the journey mm-hmm. of those, you know, 26.2 mm-hmm. miles enjoying it, taking pictures even with the characters, yeah. you know, certain characters. And so, you know, where you knew who the serious ones were, and then you knew us where we were kind of staying in line to make sure that we got, you know, the, the photo with, uh-huh. the, with the character of choice. Yeah. But, but yes, it was, it, was, um, it was just really hot. It was incredibly hot. And, the, and what was probably uh, a bit challenging as we were training in winter and cold and then when we got there it was one of the your warmest not used yes, to the heat at yes. all. I'm glad that you guys made it through it without any kind and, of medical yes. emergencies or anything yes. but and that's a lot of time and, and that you put into months and months of training so that anticipation I totally understand why you said you felt nervous yes definitely and 
And then I think the fact that you were worried about that you weren't going to be able to do it the whole time that you were worried that that would happen. And then you ended up being the person that was in a position more of strength um, for your husband, uh, which was not, you know, what you expected. I, I just think that's a pretty cool story. And the, the rosary beads that you had, you mentioned earlier, you know, it's not something when we have things like this, th- that they're not things that we idolize. Mm-hmm. They're not, we're not worshiping the item, but they are serve as a reminder yes. of things. And it is really hard to remember that God is present, that God is real, mm-hmm. I think because he's invisible. <laughs> and I think, I'll, I think it's one of the beauties of the Catholic faith is the power of what that rosary mm. kind of provides that physical focus point yeah. touch point that yes. you were saying um to kind of keep you focused on during prayer because it's so easy for our minds to wander absolutely so I, i'm thinking about prayer when you were running did you listen to music or were you when no. you you didn't have anything so when you were training even most of the time you were I not, you never not, used wow. yes no no i still huh. well i don't run <laughs> I don't run. I walk now, but um, I I am not one to listen to music. I never, I never did um, uh, it, when I was training and when I'm running. Not to say I don't love music because right. I do, right. um, but um, that's my time to mm-hmm. do prayer, do a rosary. That's awesome. What did this experience of praying while you were trained for the marathon teach you about prayer, like outside of when you're when you were running? That's a really good question. Um, I think it's eight years ago, and um, I can tell you that my prayer regimen mm-hmm. has increased significantly. And it, and I would I, I would have to say it was it started around the time that I was doing the training and 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 mm-hmm. thinking about others and. And helping to bring them up in prayer and in intentions and whatnot. So I I think it did start and spark mm-hmm. my growth of how important prayer is. Mm-hmm. And I continue to do that today through other means, not running a twenty six not running a marathon. marathon. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, so could you tell me a little bit because I, I've heard you share about uh, your devotion to the Blessed Mother mm-hmm. um, through praying the Rosary. Yes. And could you talk about what that you know currently is in your life and what it has been for the last? I think it was like a year or so ago yeah, that you started. It's, it's going to be. Um, I've been doing this for I think ten months now, and every day um, I I uh, wake up mm-hmm. and first thing I do is is a Rosary. I do it with a group of um, up to seven others mm-hmm. of us. Um, from all over the United States, some in mm-hmm. Florida, and somebody from New York, and uh, we do um, the Laudate app uh, mm-hmm. and do the the Rosary every every morning, mm-hmm. very early in the morning. And I tell you, it's the fuel that gets me started. Mm-hmm. And when I don't do the Rosary for whatever reason, it could be work related or or something, um, a conflict, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm missing out. But the rosary wasn't something that I was raised with mm-hmm. and doing on a frequent basis. It was something that I only thought was done at funerals. And mm-hmm. um, and so when I started this, um, like I said, about uh, 10 months ago, doing it every day, 
I don't know how I I was doing um was living life without the <laughs> doing life w- without yeah. without looking at our, our our I mean Mary is so important to me mm-hmm. and um I mean she was the first of believers. She was there when Jesus performed his first miracle mm-hmm. and she is all of our mothers. Mm-hmm. It's just it's hard I think sometimes for people to use the rosary um as a way to pray and connect with the Lord because it's something that you learn how to do as a kid and then it sounds like you don't have a personal connection to it. Absolutely not. So how did that change? Was it gradual over time or did something specific happen to where you started to just really connect with our Blessed Mother uh, and feel like that was enhancing your your prayer with the Lord? Yes. um, I would say uh, just over a year ago, year and a half ago, I had uh, somebody that reported to me from El Salvador. Her parents were in town, came and gave me a uh, blessed, blessed mother wood Mm -hmm. piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, we prayed over her. She did it in her native language. And I could feel this presence of of Jesus and Mary mm-hmm. right there, like wrapping her mantle around wow. all three of us. It was amazing. And after that, shortly after that, is when I was asked if I would like to join this rosary. And it actually all started because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and we were actually starting to pray this for the cause of those mm-hmm. that were affected and infected with the disease. And the fact that at that point, we weren't able to get together to do the rosary. So mm-hmm. I was invited to do that. And um, and the connection has always been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, her immaculate heart is just another conduit to Jesus's sacred mm-hmm. heart. And mm-hmm. I just f- have a very strong desire and love for mm-hmm. our Mary like I never have before. Mm-hmm. It's like you met her. It sounds like, like you were like you met her, uh, and and then you understood who she was. Absolutely. And from there, it kind of took off. And so, how is it that your group, when you said you guys use the app, are you do you guys get on the phone or anything yes. like that with each other? Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. So there's that accountability there. Absolutely. Um, so that's early in the morning. Yep. Six twenty a.m. Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends at 7.30, we get to sleep in a little bit. There you go. <laughs> yes. But no, it's wonderful. It's a great app. Yeah. Um, it's a free app. Uh, Laudate has mm-hmm. all kinds of other great prayers, mm-hmm. and it goes through all of the different mysteries. Yeah, it's wonderful. I think it's really cool to think uh, that you had this experience eight years ago where you had this this decade of the rosary um, that you were using to pray the rosary through that was something that was challenging and it was something that you chose to do the marathon, but just because you chose it doesn't mean that you don't have, you know, doubts or things that you Absolutely. you wonder. And like you said, with the marathon through those long runs, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I'm sure there are exactly. many people out there that have thought that um, during the hard times. And, you know, but regardless of whether, you know, you chose to be in that situation or with COVID, none of us chose this. Right. None of us wanted this to be happening. Um, but I, I, I'm just thinking that how that practice, whether you realized it or not, must have helped you eight years ago, practicing that regular use of prayer during a challenging thing day in and day out. And then to now present day, depending on on the Lord and turning to him in prayer, how that's gotten you through this time. 
it's cool to see that growth. I don't mm-hmm. know if you see it that way, oh, but I kind of see that that was, that had to have been something that was like a little seed, mm-hmm. you know, that God started in you then. And Father John, since the very beginning of this said, you know, we need to turn to our blessed mother um, for this. Yes. Um, because when literally the whole world is is ill or going through a suffering or an illness, she's, like, you, you need your mother. Absolutely. And you need the immaculate heart that you talked about mm-hmm. who is just that straight conduit to the heart of Christ. Yes. It's really amazing. It's amazing how God will connect all those dots. You may not see it at the moment, mm-hmm. but then years later, you can go look back and you go, ah, that's why. You know, and it's not coincidence that these things happen. It is definitely God winks all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, so I thought this was a fitting story mm-hmm. how um, I've... I've really leveraged um, our Blessed Mary mm-hmm. through her love mm-hmm. and um, and her devotion of being, you know, the first of believers mm-hmm. and uh, our, our Catholic faith of having the the special rosary and being able to tie all the the dots together in my mm-hmm. life and, and allowing my faith journey to right. to just strengthen. Yeah. And, you know, kind of tying it, tying it up with what Father David said about, you know, having something that you, you use as a a physical reminder, something that, that is tangible that you can touch. I'm right now, I'm, as we're talking, I'm touching my miraculous medal and cross that I wear around my neck. And when I need a moment to just center myself on the Lord, sometimes I touch this. Um, you know, we need those reminders. We really do. And, and Mary, Everything she did through her whole life was point everybody to her son. Yeah, absolutely. She said yes to God, and then she encouraged other people to say yes to mm-hmm. him. And so uh, I think it's the rosary in particular, in terms of Catholic symbols and, and, and physical yes. items, yes. it's one of the most common yeah. things that that every Catholic has, and I think that's for that reason. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's the... It's a spiritual weapon, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. I tell you, uh, you hold hold on to a rosary, a uh, single decade, um, and um, a crucifix, and you'll get through any challenge mm-hmm. or any beautiful moment with 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 Christ in your heart. Well, thank you for sharing yeah, this thank story you. with us. I'm sure that there are others out there who are runners and or who have done, you know, fitness type things that they've committed to. And maybe others, you know, will um, have similar things that they can relate to of how prayer has gotten them through. Um, or they can try it for the first time of, of taking that with them and maybe taking the headphones out and, and taking the rosary with them or something on, on a run. Love it. Uh, so that'll be cool to see maybe we'll hear from some people yeah it would be great (laughs) that would be great great. all right well lisa thank you so much thank you marissa thanks for inviting me you're welcome bye-bye thanks for listening to this episode of the story tune in next week to hear from megan zandarski an army veteran and mother of three whose faith has sustained her through many trials If you have a story from your personal faith journey that you'd like to share with others through this podcast or by other means, you can let us know by filling out the form at standrewceline.org slash witness.